Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Bill O'Reilly here. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Coming up next, the news with Mike Slater. Thank you, Bill. It is Wednesday, though it still feels like a Tuesday. September 6th, 2023. Here's what's happening today in America. Murderer on the loose. Texas Attorney General trial. Jill has COVID. And a woman has abdominal pain for a terrible reason. It's all coming up. Then Bill will be here with your message of the day. But first, Danilo Cavalcante. He was in prison for first-degree murder, killing his former girlfriend in 2021. Sentenced to life without parole. Well, he escaped from Chester County Prison outside Philadelphia. He was spotted on a security camera. This is on Thursday he escaped. He was spotted on a security camera outside the established search perimeter. There's been five sightings, five potential sightings of him since Thursday morning. Police did a reverse 911 call to everyone within a three-mile radius of the most recent spotting. Keep your doors and cars locked, warning that he was extremely dangerous. Two school districts closed yesterday because of the alerts as well. The Attorney General of Texas, Ken Paxton, has been impeached and the trial officially began yesterday. The Texas Senate had the option to stop the trial, but 12 Republicans joined all 12 Democrats, voted 24 to 6 to continue the trial. The Senate is composed of 12 Democrats, 19 Republicans, 21 senators need to vote to convict him. One of those Republicans is his wife. Jill Biden has COVID again. She's a teacher at Northern Virginia Community College, and her class is going to be covered by a substitute teacher. The president has tested negative, but he will be wearing a mask while indoors and around people, quote, in alignment with CDC guidance. Oh, they're bringing it back. Are you ready for this? Whoopi Goldberg also has COVID. See, that's why you're not safe until you've taken your seventh booster. Once you get your seventh booster, then you're, then you're in the clear. A woman in New Zealand went to the emergency room complaining of abdominal pain. Doctors couldn't figure it out. They finally performed a scan, found a surgical tool the size of a dinner plate inside of her. How did that get there? Well, she had a C-section and doctors left it inside of her 18 months ago. And at the time of the C-section, there was uh, in the surgery, a surgeon, a senior registrar, an instrument nurse, 
three anesthesiologists and a theater midwife. No one saw that it was left inside of her. The health commissioner recommended that the woman be provided a written apology by hospital staff. The great Bill O'Reilly with your message of the day. Next. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by Faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by Faith. Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. On this Wednesday, a few days ago, I filed my weekly column on BillOReilly.com, which lamented that many Americans believe what they want to believe and facts or lack thereof be damned. Our nation is rapidly descending into a state where propaganda and insane conspiracy theories are all over the place. This is not good as it obliterates honest evaluations of powerful people and important situations. But there is something else going on in the public arena that's even worse. Folks who don't want to believe anything. Boy George sang about that in the 1970s. I'm a man without conviction. I'm a man who doesn't know. Well, George might have added, I'm a man or woman who doesn't want to know. And in your life, you know some of these people. They stay intentionally uninformed, inebriated, apathetic. They live in the USA, but don't care a whit about it. I believe based on the lack of news consumption and book reading in America on the decline, that this is a rapidly growing faction, especially among younger citizens. And if that trend continues, our society will be drastically altered for the worse. I'm Bill O'Reilly. I approve the message by writing it. You can reach me, Bill at BillOReilly.com, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Name in town if you wish to opine. All right, let's get to the mail. We got Ron Perry in Drums, Pennsylvania. O'Reilly, why hasn't Obama been held responsible for Biden's misdeeds as vice president? Well, because there's no evidence that President Obama knew what Joe Biden was doing. That would be the big reason. Could be, could come out, possible. But Joe Biden had zero role till the very end when Biden uh, basically said, look, I'm going to run. You got to help me out. And then Barack Obama gave him a little more high profile. But their, their offices were far apart. They didn't have much rapport. The famous quote is uh, from Barack Obama, never underestimate Joe's ability to blank up. <laughs> okay, so there's no evidence tying Barack Obama into Joe Biden. If that evidence appears, I will certainly report it. Bill Elmer, Hewitt, New Jersey, with Hunter Biden paying Joe Biden's bills for the last 11 years, would that be considered a gift? If so, would Biden need to claim it on his income taxes? Number one, we don't know. The House committees are trying, but we don't know yet, the extent of Hunter and Jim Biden's generosity to Joe Biden. Though you say he did it, 
but we don't know yet. I believe that's true. I believe Hunter and Jim paid Joe Biden's bills in a lot of circumstances. If that happened, you have a $12,000 exemption on your income tax. Anything over that has to be reported or it's a crime. So that's where we are now. Okay. Interesting side note. The House committees, oversight and judiciary, are the ones investigating. Where's the FBI? They should be the lead investigative agency here. This is an allegation that a vice president accepted bribes. Where's the FBI? That's how corrupt the FBI and the Justice Department is. In a moment, something you might not know. Hey, this is Vivek Ramaswamy. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe to the Truth Podcast today on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. 403 years ago this week, a ship carrying 102 passengers set sail from the southern coast of England. The destination? A vast, unexplored section of the North American wilderness. Here is the story of the Mayflower. In the early 17th century, the British crown began persecuting people who opposed the Church of England. So a small group of Puritans decided to pursue religious freedom in the New World. The Mayflower departed Great Britain in September 1620. After 66 days at sea, the ship missed its original destination of Virginia, arriving off the coast of Massachusetts. The sailors named the outpost Plymouth after the English port from which they departed. Life in the New World was brutal. Within 12 months, half the colonists were dead from disease or starvation. Out of desperation, the English forged alliances with local Indians. A tribal leader named Squanto taught the settlers how to survive the winter. As an expression of gratitude, the colonists invited Squanto and his village to a three-day feast, the first Thanksgiving. In April 1621, four months after arriving in the New World, Mayflower Captain Christopher Jones and his surviving crew left the New World and returned to Europe. The aging boat was scrapped for timber one year later. The wood then used to erect a small barn in central England that still stands today. And here's something else you might not know. It wasn't until centuries later that the passengers aboard the Mayflower would be known as pilgrims. The Puritans first went by the name the English Separatist Church. They were also called the Old Comers and later the Four Fathers. The word pilgrim became popular in the early 19th century when the citizens of Plymouth formed a new group to honor the legacy of the first settlers. For a very vivid look at the original Puritans, please check out my upcoming book, Killing the Witches Out 
September 26th. Back after this. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.